WTBRFM, Pittsfield. Welcome to Ham on WTBR, the all-inclusive ham radio show for hams and non-hams alike. Be part of the show. Contact us on www.facebook.com slash hamjamtv. And now the hosts of the show, Peter and Jessica. Ham on. Catchy tune. It is a catchy tune. tune. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Berkshire County in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. This is Ham on the Ultimate Ham Radio Show. And quintessential. Back back in our midst here in the studio. After a brief hiatus, hiatus, yes. is Susie. Yeah, Welcome here I am. Back. Thank you so much. And it's good. It's good to be back out. amongst all of you, hammy folk. I know. And look, the sun <laughs> came out. Oh my! I know. I know. Goodness, I to play today. So we're we're, we're going to start off here. So we had a VE session on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. on Saturday. Could on Saturday you could you tell Saturday. you know listeners who don't know what that means what a VE session is? Exactly, Peter. Have you, have you been listening <laughs> to the show at all? <laughs> podcast, <Well>. podcast. <laughs> it was a, it was it was the ham radio test. We give yeah. in order to have this lovely license that we have, and That's they right. let us play on all these bands. You need to have a test. That's right. It's hard. It's exactly. they, they're hard. Oh, really? Well, well, the two people we had. Went from zero to general. Stop it. In Nine. one sitting. Really? Yeah. That's impressive, and, Peter. And, and tell, the, tell, tell the listening audience uh, how they made it to the VE session. <laughs> Probably in their car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're so literal. It's not like it's on the outskirts of some <laughs> town somewhere. It's right in downtown Pittsfield. <laughs> that wasn't yeah, my question. The, um, in other words, how did they study for? Well, I don't know how they, they I don't know how they studied for it, but I know what she, what Susie was getting at. One, yeah, one yeah. of them actually, I, I was talking to him after he passed the test at the end of the sh- at the end of the uh, session, and said I, I I got the information from your show. See, so the show nice. is reaching out to to everybody, so so that's nice. Woo, so woo. Um, if that guy is listening. Um, I do have, if you drop me an email, kd2jkv at gmail.com, I do have the brochure that Ray's been talking about. That's right. For a couple of months. I actually have that, and I can uh, so, so if get I d- that out to him. If I drop you an email, will you send me that brochure? I can send it to okay. you. Okay, all right. I, I want to see that. Okay. All right. I can't do it right now because the phone's kind of tied up with yeah, other yeah. business <laughs> a little bit. All right, well, after, after we're... Uh, All right, so the trivia question or? before we get to other things. Huh. You can't look it up. Turn huh. your phone huh. off. My phone, my phone is upside down and away from right. me. This actor, writer, and producer, okay. one of the best-known works were the Larry Sanders show. Hmm. In 2016, he became a silent key. Oh. Who was he? So you'll have. We'll so have he's an actor, writer, and producer, and his best-known work was Larry Sanders. Yeah, it was an actor, um, actor, writer, and producer, and his work was Larry Sanders. I mean, I, I can see his face. I just I'm not recalling his name. When mm. we t- when I tell you who it is, she's going to be on the floor. Watch. Oh. All right. So <laughs> this w- we have an urgent appeal for the Boston Marathon 
for more volunteers. This year, we have worked hard to build up our volunteer number so that the mission may be accomplished. Unfortunately, we've been met with the lower than hope for volunteer applications. So here's our urgent appeal for help. Please spread the word personally that comms volunteers are needed at the marathon. In particular, we are seeking amateur radio communications for course medical tents, hydration stations, transportation, medical sweep, and express buses, and operators <coughs> in the course net control operations center please tell us your local amateur radio please tell your local amateur radio clubs and your licensed friends about the need to volunteer for the following information immediately to contact at hamradioboston.org send your full name your address your amateur radio call sign uh, do you have a current red cross or other cpr certification what is your jacket size male or female what is your assignment area preference Start, course, finish, whatever. Uh, the hmm. the marathon is April 20th, 2020. 420, hmm. 2020. Yeah. 420, so 420. 420 would be April. That's what I just said. It's April 20th, 2020. Yeah, yeah that's what he so said. Mm. They, so uh, anybody from, what are you raising your hand I'm for? This is our school. <laughs> 420. I'm just indicating people that on I the have radio a follow-up. Can't see you. <laughs> can't see you. Raise your hand. Only the I'm people on PCTV can see you raise your hand. Right. Well, tune into PCTV um, for the simulcast. I, I'm just indicating that I have a follow-up question. And so, if you wanted to volunteer to um, to work the marathon, what sort of equipment do you need? A radio. <laughs> but, but like Preferably, <laughs> uh, I, I don't think we can do it with smoke signals. Well, well what, I mean, what I'm saying is, if, if somebody doesn't have something, will will it be provided? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty right. sure everybody has an HT. Right on. I've got right. like five. You have like five. Okay, good. I have one. I have like five. You just have to. I guess you. They send you the the frequencies they're going to use in Boston, and you just and you just tune them in tune and them, okay, program them in, program them in. Okay. I just read this stuff. I don't create it. Okay. All right, Peter. So <laughs> looking for volunteers for the Boston Marathon. Yay. Cool. April 20th, 2020. And we are making progress with maybe a maybe. slim da a slim down field day here in Western Mass. Uh, I talked to awesome. I talked to Eric at the club and he's willing to let us use the Windsor venue for the field day. I've got a couple of confirmations mm -hmm. Susie said she'll uh, come absolutely do it. she's actually gonna make the food for the event yep I'll, I'm gonna coordinate the food um, and field day is a really really exciting and interesting event. if you're if you're curious about ham radio at all you should show up and, and you have opportunities to get on the air try out some different yeah, communication even, methods even the um, non hams this time can get on the air because Absolutely. we're using the club call. That's right. So oh, as long yeah. as there is a control op, quote unquote, there with us, with them, which is either one of us or whoever shows up. Sure. Um, um, they can get on the air and, and, and uh, transmit. I remember that I did it when we did it in Albany because they used the club call. And I was hoping you would take down... The call. I was hoping you would take down the call signs, and I actually—I think I actually transmitted yeah, a couple actually, of times. You actually got nice. on the air and made some contact for nice. for a yeah, little while. Yeah, it's really fun. So field I mean, day. I mean, I mean, I was nervous as all crud because you know. 
Yeah, of I, course. I wasn't used to talking on the uh, the ham radio. Yeah, of course. Field but this day, is a way to get over that field nervousness. Day is the last weekend in June. Yes. So if we get if we get the event, we probably set up. Well, we're, we're not going to use towers in that, so we could set up Saturday morning. I think it starts like one o'clock Saturday afternoon. We yeah, actually start transmitting. What for your guys's um, field day? Usually, go ahead and get them get towers up. Yeah, on what, and, Friday? And, and, you know, I, I talked to the people up at Novark, up at the club, and their their big thing is, you know, they're, they're getting older. They don't want to be lugging towers around. And nobody That's wants. Terrible. <laughs> Really so come I, on, come I on, guys. I suggested, I suggested, you know what? Pony up. No, I suggested put up a couple of radios, <laughs> put up a couple of, of dipoles, some, some wire antennas, and, and go with that and just do what we can do and, and think of something bigger next year. <coughs> this is just to get us back up and running. But <coughs> um, what we do That's need true. are operators willing to come, even if you operate for an hour or two. During field day, because mm -hmm. um, we can't leave it up to me and, and, and Darlene and, and Susie and, and James. Um, we need, you know, a few more operators. Just, just come on in for sure. an hour or two. Come operate. If come make some contacts. Whole, if you can't do it yeah, all 24. To, yeah, you don't have to be like I did Detroit Club or, or the East Greenbush Club and show up for the whole 24-hour session. Well, yeah. well oh, last, yeah. last year, um, I went to field day in, um, I think it was... Philmont or the Claverack Park, um, and I showed up at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Oh wow. And stayed and stayed until eight a.m. and it was mm. it was a blast. And there were there were people there. They were they were transmitting. It was active. It was interesting. So yeah, yeah I mean you know if you want to come do you know come three o'clock in the on, on Sunday morning and come operate for a couple hours. That's Have fine if you want to come. You know, four o'clock in the afternoon and operate for a couple hours. That that's fine as well. Exactly. If you're interested in field day, drop me an email, kd2jkv um, at gmail.com. I am taking names and numbers of people who want to uh, participate in field day. Anybody in Berkshire County, North County, Central Berkshire County, South County, because Susie's from South County. I am. And, and my friend James is from New Hampshire, so he's going to come down and, and work probably most of it and what the heck you know there might be some people that sit there and and do it and transmit for the first time and go this is pretty cool i don't want to continue using a club call maybe i want to get my own call and, and yeah and even for the non-hams and you, you, can, you can show up to to our venue in windsor um i'll give you the address and everything once i get it from the club and you can come on the air and you don't even have to be licensed at this point you can come on the air there'll be a control op there and you can come on transmit and you can see what the wonderful world of amateur radio is and then maybe you'll be sitting in a test session a ve session ve session a test session getting your amateur radio license That's correct. And, and doing all this other and, stuff and also for the people you know first time testing don't get discouraged if you go ahead and fail the first time. First you don't succeed, try, try again. Try, try again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, fir been the first one's not that hard. There's been a few. It's not that hard. There's what, been a few ham radio operators that we know of that have, fa that have failed the test once. They went back and next thing you know, they're, um, they're almost like almost extra. Well, well, yeah, I, I, well failed, I failed my general um, when Peter was overseeing my session remember that and then a couple weeks later i took it somewhere else and i passed darlene failed her general twice before she finally got it 
and she actually got it up here at the Novart Club. Nice. She got her general. Exactly. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, people, you know. Sometimes you get nervous. Sometimes you, you write well, down the wrong name. And, and then you know? we have, like, we had. Sometimes your pencil flies out of your hand. Like, <laughs> like, like we had. Well, like, like last week. Sometimes a tornado comes. <laughs> but like last week, we had the two people at the at the VE session at, at the uh, community room, Berkshire Bank. They started with nothing, and they left with their generals. That's impressive. That's impressive. So for a small fee, F- uh, fift- for, for a small sm- fee, for a small fee, we can set you free, <laughs> and you can because uh, if you pass the if you pass the uh, the um, Technician test and the general test is free. If you pass okay. that one, then you take the extra test, and that is free. You can go all the way up on a very, think, s- on a very oh, small, f- no, on a very well, small right. Free. You have to, you have to pay hey, the initial. You have to pay the initial fee to take the test, yeah. and then you can continue testing. As through. long as you pass the test, right. you can. And then if you f- and, and if you fail the test by some means, and you feel like you messed something then up, you should you, be ashamed of yourself. And Just you want to take it again <laughs> for for another small fee. We can set you. We can set you free again. But that's right. Yeah. So field day is a good thing. So I, I'm looking for operators um, to that want to come do field day, um, operate for an hour, two hours, ten hours, whatever it may be. Um, as as we go on here, as we get closer to the June date, I'll have the uh, information for the venue in Windsor. I'd like to thank the Northern Berkshire Amateur Radio Club. Yeah. For uh, for letting us use the. Uh, Thank the you. venue up in Windsor. Thank you, Nobark. I swear, Thank you, uh, Eric. I, I, I swear, K-A-Y-S-U-N. Uh, I, swear I swear I was waiting for you to go for the use of the repeater. <laughs> for, the use of the, for the use of the repeater. Um, April 30th, Berkshire Bank Community Room. There's going to be a Skywarn training. Cool. Ooh, can I do that? Sure, you can do that. April 30th? April okay. 30th, 7 p.m., Berkshire Bank Community Are Room. Are you teaching it? No. Okay. 99 North Street. No, National Weather Service is teaching it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, they're actually, we're actually got somebody from NWS Albany coming in to teach it. Really? Yeah. Um, and so, so as a general, can I, I can, I can take that. Skywarn's for everybody. You okay. don't have to be an amateur radio operator. Okay. All Skywarn is, it turns you into a weather spotter. So, you know, if, if, if like something would happen down in, in Nashville over the weekend, mm-hmm. you know, with the tornadoes, um, you know, if you're out. And there's power lines down, and we're getting you know 90 mile an hour winds, and and all that stuff. You report to the National Weather Service, and that goes out over the air. So the so the weather, the meteorologists on television, you know, if you get those reports, oh, you know, there's there's power lines down on North Street in Pittsfield. They came from the weather spotters. It goes from the NWS to the media. Mm-hmm. So anybody can do it. It's a free course. No money involved. Wow. Yeah. And you don't have to be an amateur radio operator to do it. However, if you are, um, I'm not sure about South County. I'll find out. But I know up on the K1FFK, we have a Skywarn activation net. Cool. That will uh, activate once uh, National Weather Service tells us to activate. So that's wow. April 30th, Skywarn training. It's about two hours provide. And the National Weather Service will be here to take care of that, which segues way into next week. Okay, next week. Next week, Listen calling up. into this radio station, Massachusetts native, chief meteorologist for WTEN Channel chief 10. Chief meteorologist. I didn't know they traveled in tribes. <laughs> and, 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 of course, pet connection. We're talking about none <laughs> other than Steve. <laughs> 
Caparizzo. Steve Caparizzo. We'll be calling into this radio station. Amazing. All right, Cap. So thank you, Steve Caparizzo. Yes, thank you, Cap. And Channel 10. That's for, it's for, exciting. Yeah, we're going to talk weather. Um, I, know, love, we, I love talking about weather. Well, I do. I really here, do. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I'll we're have to be here. To, we're, going to have to t- we're going to talk weather, and then we're going to segue into because he loves to talk about pet connections. Oh, so yeah. Great. I don't think Great. I can get him on the air, or get him off the air without talking about <laughs> pet connection. Sounds so, good. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna. Oh, we got like uh, go, go to the news because I've been talking for twenty minutes. Oh. <laughs> no, we remember. Can't, can't shut you up. It was the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> coffee, 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 coffee. <laughs> Uh, let me see. Do you want local or do you want? I want local. I don't know. Just give us a story or something because <laughs> at some point just we're going to have to whatever take news our break. you have. Wherever you pick up first. Yeah, whatever news you have, I'd say. Uh, let me see. New England, <coughs> New England Science Tech Weekend General Course will be held on March twenty first and twenty second. Uh, is held for junior uh, junior high students, high school students, home uh, homeschool students, or adults who already have a tech license. It is a fast-paced two-day course. Uh, it's actually to help you get ready for your general license. Very interesting. Uh, the topics range from the science of radio electronics to the FCC rules governing the radio spectrum. So basically, it's a um, it's what a te- yeah, it would be um, technically a study course then. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's a general study course. Cool. Uh, that is cool. Some primary, uh, some prim- primary reading and preliminary. Eh. Preliminary, there we go, reading and studying is necessary to get the best results for the course. Um, right, just don't just show up cold is what exactly. they're saying. They'll send you material a week before the course. Hmm. So it's not like totally, you're not totally going in blind. Mm-hmm. Um, the, co- uh, the general license course will be held Saturday. Of those two days, it will be held at 8.30 to 5 p.m. Mm. and Sunday, 8.30 to noon, followed by the, um, that's just for the testing level course, followed by the FCC general exam at noon. Um, it will be at the New England Science Tech 16 Tech Square, uh, Natech. Natick. 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 I don't. I, I, I'm new to. I know you're new to Mass, and when do you ever get to Natick, really? I'm new to New England. Leave me alone. It's all right. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to New England. Um, inclu- uh, included in the course B will be handout, uh, printed handout, study guide, and the license fee to be tested at the location. Uh, guest passes to the near. And starts radio room, uh, radio club meetings for two months. So they're handing out. I'm so uh, again, for a nominal fee, we yeah. can set you free. And if you want to know the fee, and of course, free coffee, tea, hot cocoa will be done to the course. Well, right. If you want to know the fee, 
um, you can always email me, and I can I can put the fee for you, how much it is in in uh, yep. in email. And yeah, you can either email. Can uh, email me, or I'm sure there's an email address on, yes, on that there, uh, thing somewhere. Nen, uh, N E S C I Tech dot org, and um, it has the email. For so it'd be like New England SciTech, yeah. N E SciTech dot org. Yep. Okay. Um, or or you can call at 508-720-4179. Okay. And we will be back after the break. After the break. Look at him. He's heading for that small moon. That's no moon. It's a station. I think you're right. Hello, my name is Sergeant Mark Madalena with the Pittsfield Police Department. As you know, decisions we make every day can affect us for the rest of our lives. What you may not realize is that you are 23% more likely to be involved in a collision while you are texting and driving. That means texting and driving makes you 23 times more likely to cause a crash. Every day in the United States, 9 people are killed and more than 1,000 are injured as a result of a crash caused by a distracted driver. Remember, put down the phone and arrive alive. Don't text and drive. This message is brought to you by the Pittsburgh Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. WTBR radar weather for the Pittsfield area. Today, mostly cloudy. A chance of rain or snow showers, mainly this morning. Breezy, cooler with highs in the lower 40s. West wind 15 to 25 miles per hour with gusts up to 40 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation 40%. Tonight, mostly cloudy. Cold with lows in the upper 20s. West wind around 15 miles per hour with gusts up to 30 miles per hour. Thursday, mostly sunny. Highs in the lower 40s. Northwest wind 10 to 15 miles per hour with gusts up to 25 miles per hour. Weather forecasts for WTBRFM are provided by the National Weather Service. The Support of Day program, also known as the Happy Club at the Ralph Royal Senior Center, located at 330 North Street, Pittsfield, is a respite program for caregivers. Seniors who are facing various challenges will enjoy the devoted staff provides a safe and comfortable setting while playing games, dancing, exercising, attending field trips, and special events. Van transportation is available. Please call 413-499-9346 for more information. You have chosen wisely. W-T-B-R. And we are back on Ham On and WTBR-FM. On the phone from Netic Mass, Joe Weiss, I hope I got the name right, W-1-H-A-I. Joe, welcome to WTBR-FM. Thanks very much, Peter, and uh, great to be with you, Jessica, <coughs> and welcome back, uh, Susie, as well. Uh, Thank you. Great to be on the program. Thank you so much, Hello, Joe. Hello, how are you? So let's start off like we start with all my guests, and, and tell us something about yourself. Okay, well, first of all, I want to say uh, congratulations to Peter on uh, the new position as Assistant Section Manager for the Western Mass region, and glad that you are continuing in Western Mass Assistant Section Traffic manager so uh great on that uh peter and uh thanks for the opportunity to join you i have fond memories of wtbr and 
uh, 104.3 and coming out to talk with and know a number of listeners in your area. So it's great to be here. Nice. Um, the, the musical cut uh, that you played uh, just before the top of the hour um, speaks to me because it was, uh, I was raised on the radio. Oh, <laughs> yes. Nice. Um, we kind of took that from Coast to Coast AM yeah. with uh, Bart Bell and George <laughs> Norrie. That, that's chased by Giorgio Moraga. No, he's talking about the song on the animated that played before the show. Right, the raised, raised, on, raised on, on, on the radio. Raised on the radio, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. Our, that's our automated stuff that we do before uh, we go live. Right, right. Well, uh, that's that's me. Um, growing up, I used to listen to AM radio stations uh, that were uh, on during the day only, sign off at sunset, and and wa- listen to the transmitters go down in stages and all that kind of thing. Um, and had an uncle actually who worked for the HRO of Boston uh, back in the day called Demambro Radio, and he was a ham, had his technician license. And that was probably the first uh, amateur radio um, station that I ever saw. And uh, then a club at the school I was going to had a station. And club operations, of course, are a great way to get involved in ham radio with the camaraderie and socialization. And, of course, what you were talking about earlier on field day is a great way to get to know people and operate and have some great food in the process. Yes, exactly. yes, of course. Break some, break so, some bread. Know, that's right, that's right. So it went from that to uh, the 11-meter band and then to um, ham radio when I was uh, 16, and uh, oh, cool. I've enjoyed every single minute of it uh, for 53-plus years. Oh, now. wow. Oh, my goodness. God bless you. Awesome. Yeah. It's, uh, it's quite it's a, a great career. Hobby and I've met people from down the street, uh, six houses away that I might have never met, to people uh, when we've gone to travel in England and other places and brought um, ham radio uh, with me then. So it's been a great experience. And, of course, now hooking up with uh, Peter with this west-to-east connection on the heavy hitters traffic net is another example of bringing people together to share a common bond. Nice. So could you, could you illuminate what, what, uh, what heavy hitters means? Excellent question. I was going to mention that, yes. <laughs> the um, Waltham Mass Amateur Radio Association, which still exists, um, basically had a baseball team called the Heavy Hitters. Oh. Baseball team. Okay. And out of that came a Eastern Mass traffic net called the Heavy Hitters traffic net. This is back in 1970, 72. Okay. Oh, wow. And it still exists with that name today, even though we've changed frequencies and added Echolink and, you <laughs> know, uh, various aspects to build it even further. Um, the name still follows it along, and it's a question that a lot of people ask, yes. Yep. Yeah, and so. and speaking of the heavy hitters traffic now, I, uh, explain a little bit how it's all set up because you've got like a lot of repeaters set up on this <laughs> network. <laughs> when I go through, I go well, through the, I go through the, the 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 preamble every Sunday. It's like it's ten minutes long because we have so many repeaters that are hooked up in there in Eastern Mass. Right, exactly, and we're working on a couple of others actually. Oh um, my that, goodness! Uh, one is in the testing stages, so we haven't rolled it out formally yet. Further south of the uh, the area, 
and I've been after a couple of folks up north uh, toward uh, North Shore to try to extend it uh, that way. But uh, basically, thanks to the Minuteman Repeater Association, which has a dozen repeaters in the Boston area itself, out to uh, the out to Worcester, um, basically have given us the ability to link all of those together to automatically, before the top of the hour at 10 p.m., to connect Echo Link into the system automatically and um, enable us to have Peter and uh, folks from Florida, as we have, and others who can check in from anywhere um, to be able to join us. And then there are other repeaters that are kind of affiliates who drop in from time to time or connect in and out or whatever. There's arrangements to be made. And uh, so that's why we're looking at expanding this even further uh, in the Boston area. And actually, uh, Peter, you and I should talk at some point about trying to expand it, if we could, into uh, a repeater with RF in the Western Mass area and beyond. would love to be able to... You, you must have been reading my mind because I was just going to sit here after you were done and say, um, once we get the password situation set up for Echolink, and that's the only thing holding the Echolink from being up, um, yep. is there's a couple, uh, club gave us a bad password, so once we get that, which should be resolved shortly, otherwise we're ready to go, um, I, was, I was just sitting here going, how about we, we, we have the Echolink for my traffic nets, how about we just bring heavy hitters traffic net to K1FFK. That would be fantastic if we could explore that. That would be terrific uh, that way there. It, it would allow more people to get on from the Western Mass area and also give you and others options uh, to uh, be able to go that way as well. So uh, the more the merrier, and that's the way that um, traffic handling, message handling, public service, you talked about the marathon earlier, all of these things are great ways to be prepared in case of any sort of emergency or various aspects that go on. And, of course, that goes back to the beginnings of ham radio back in the teens and experimenting with broadcast operations that really started uh, uh, the AM broadcast band. And now, of course, as we're doing this on FM and Internet and everything else, uh, it brings it all into perspective. It was kind of the original social media, if you will, with mm. ham radio. That's true. Um, how far, what was the, uh, I'm trying to think of how to word this. Um, what exactly is the farthest station you've ever gotten on the heavy hitters net? KD2JKV. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on, uh, the, if you're talking about over the air versus Echolink. And Echolink is a internet connection that allows, uh, ham radio repeaters where, you know, they're on top of hills and can... Uh, pick up signals mm -hmm. and repeat them back out again, as you know. Um, oh, yeah. It allows another Internet connection so that people from all over the world, in fact, I have a connection here at, at uh, my house for Internet, and it goes to our repeater here locally in Natick. And it's amazing that people from Japan and, uh, and uh, all over the place uh, just wander on in and say hello and have a nice chat. Sometimes they put it in their favorites and come back more often. Oh, and, wow. Um, we had one guy who was here last year uh, from uh, Colorado, and his son works and lives here in Natick, and he was visiting and brought his handheld with him, chatted with all of us, and uh, we have a net on Monday nights, and he was back in this past Monday and has been quite regularly 
for the past year joining us from his home in Colorado by using Echolink. So oh my goodness. it's a great way of connecting people together. And I know some people think that ham radio should not be the Internet and, you know, the purest sense of it. My view is it brings people together, but you have the over-the-air technology um, uh, to be able to transmit in case of an emergency, in case things go down, you have enough redundancy to stay on the air and to be involved in your community. And, and, and just so you know, exactly. there's no prize involved, but you are actually our third guest from Eastern Mass. <laughs> we started. That's right. I know at least one other. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We we started this with KW1U Marsha Ford, mm. who yeah. uh, the section tra- the section traffic manager for Western Mass, who drove in from Concord yeah. to yeah. do this show. Yeah, she, she spends more time with me in Pittsfield than she does anywhere else. And of course, <laughs> a few weeks ago, your buddy Ralph and one LAH was on the yep. show. So you've got the number three spot. Nice. Well, thank thank you. The bronze is the bronze. <laughs> the the um, this whole thing about um, Western and Eastern Massachusetts, you know, um, there are a lot of people in the Boston area who think that Massachusetts ends at 495 Route 495, or at most in Worcester. That's right. That's right. And they that do. Could not, could not be further from the it, truth. Right. And and there's a lot of commonalities. And I know in Pittsfield you have more influence probably with Albany than you do with Boston. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Our We're broadcast stations still. our broadcast stations here, you know, Channel 10, Channel 6, Channel 13, our Skywarn right. training um, is yep. provided by NWS Albany. So, yeah, we're kind of still in the Albany market over here. That's right. That's right. Exactly. But you're in Massachusetts, and uh, I think that uh, every community, Pittsfield uh, certainly, and every place else in, in your listening area, is uh, well within the confines, and that's the great thing about ham radio is that it brings people together in this kind of divided uh, society that we often live in. Yes. Um, ham radio operators are able to talk to one another, uh, hear their voices, hear their operations, hear what they're running, uh, and be able to interact in a, a common way that, uh, that can help in society overall. Absolutely. I've really enjoyed my explorations on Echolink and such. Echolink is fun. It's it's really fun. You know, I I joined a, um, I was messing around on Echolink one night, and I joined a uh, a trivia contest out of Michigan or something. I don't, and won. It was great. Yeah. If if you can get a break (laughs) from the station. It's awesome. If I can get a break. Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Friday at mm-hmm. 10 p.m. local. I'm doing the script now. Uh-huh. You can join yeah, us on the Heavy Hitters Traffic Net on NEW-ENG2. Right, yeah, I'll, I'll text you. you that. Okay. And speaking of Heavy Hitters Traffic Net, Joe, why don't you tell us about the Heavy Hitters Traffic Net, how it got started, why all repeaters are involved, all the, all the good stuff. Okay, very good. Let me put in a shameless plug for those who may be listening who have <laughs> Echo Link. Feel free to come on by and say hello at Whiskey One Hotel Alpha India. That's W1HAI-R on Echolink, and you'll be connected to the Natick Repeater, which is a Racy's or a town of Natick-owned uh, repeater uh, at the Public Safety Building here. And um, we have a net on Monday nights at 8 o'clock on that uh, network. Um, so by all means, feel free to drop by at any point and say hello. Um, yes, the Heavy Hitters uh, has had a great tradition, as had uh, some other nets of course across the commonwealth 
and uh, it's a way to provide information on Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And we do it on those nights because we complement a mass Rhode Island phone net on 75 meters on 3978 kilohertz. That's another shameless plug. Um, <laughs> That's all right. On, on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. So there's a, there's a rationale here for why we pick the nights we do and uh, so forth. Um, and uh, that is available uh, on 75 meters and can cover a much wider area and always looking for folks from Western Mass. And Great. I know, Peter, you've been involved in that to bring traffic to Eastern Mass after coming off of regional nets. So the heavy hitters is a local uh, Boston area, theoretically, or Massachusetts, we, we're, we're striving toward net that can bring traffic from regional nets that cover a wider area and uh, a whole system that's out there that can bring uh, messages to and from stations from around the country or, or elsewhere uh, to your local community and to a local person. And it's always great to be able to get a message going to someone who's not a ham radio operator, <coughs> call that person, and be able to explain what the message is and what ham radio is and so forth. And there have been some people who have gone on to uh, get their uh, licenses. By as the a way, result, um, yeah. As a result of that. Mm -hmm. um, I, we had a new ham come on to our Natick net uh, the other night who lives here in Natick, and he sat down at an um, exam session, a VE session, a couple of weeks ago in Marlboro and went from nothing through and got his extra. Wow. Nice. Wow. Yeah, we, ha we had that, that on Saturday I all the way up through general. And while I have you, so I don't have to put this over the repeater, um, our times have changed for the Western Mass traffic net, Joe. So we're at 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. And the Echo Link is kind of a password away from being up. Um, we moved the, the Western Mass traffic net, as everybody knows, because I got tired of holding traffic for 20 hours. Oh, and it I can't imagine why. It, it, and it, it well, because we were at 9, nine, what, 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. And, and well, the idea is if we get NTS manual, you want to try to get it in the system within 24 hours. Mm. Me sitting holding it for 20 hours is not yep. happening. So we have That's 1 p.m. is say. cycle one, and then we have the first region that um, 2, 2, and 3.30, and then 4 p.m. is Western Mass Traffic Net, so we can get that traffic out. And, uh, and, and other than the NQI and one IQI traffic, which I seem to take a lot of off of first region net. <laughs> um, but well, yeah. we're, 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 we're delighted you're able to pass that along uh, through us uh, to, uh, to them as well, which goes from one net uh, usually to another on the Boston and directly to him. So that's a terrific way to have this kind of connection. Yeah, so tell us where you know all the repeaters are set up because I know we've got two, you got two twenty or four forty. You got some two meter systems. So tell us where all of the repeaters how, are set and up. And how many pe repeaters are we talking about? Too many. Well, okay. We'll be here for another hour, folks. No. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll give you the I'll give you the elevator uh, yeah. comment on this. Um, there are twelve repeaters uh, at least into the system. And wow. The nice thing about being a member of the Minuteman Repeater Association is once you are a member, um, you can go in and with your touchtone pad on your microphone, you can add or eliminate or take down uh, to a local. Um, in other words, some of them are linked together uh, all the time uh, so that when you talk through one, you're talking through uh, four or five others. Right. Downtown Boston on top of the Prudential to 
um, north of Boston in Reading, so to cool. south of Boston in Quincy, to uh, out to Marlboro uh, near 495, to um, Weston uh, near 128 and Mass Turnpike in between, and um, uh, Menden, which is almost on the Rhode Island line. So some of those are always connected oh, wow. together, but with a code, you can actually uh, disconnect. If you want to talk to somebody local, you can just take that uh, repeater off the line, and then after so many minutes of inactivity, it automatically goes back into the system or goes back to its original configuration, whatever that is. So it's a very smart, software-driven system that um, is really great, and the Miniman Repeater Association folks do a terrific job in maintaining that, and uh, you know how it is with repeaters. They're up on hills and mountains and the snows of the winter and everything else to get mm -hmm. to them, and uh, people go through all kinds of hoops to be able to Kay. keep these maintained, not to mention the Internet and other connections that go into that. So mm. we're internally grateful to all of them for being able to make this all happen in such a seamless way and it's again great to have a wider connection to make this all uh, go about and yeah, so we, it's great. we know about repeaters on top of hills k1ffk <laughs> is on top yeah, of mount exactly. graylock three thousand yeah, exactly, feet in the air so um we talked earlier well, we didn't talk earlier but i put out earlier about the boston marathon is mmra involved in anything with the boston marathon Oh, yes, uh, very much so. Uh, their repeaters get uh, taken into configuration, taken off uh, their linking systems, and put into a uh, process uh, so that um, when you uh, are in the marathon uh, and working at a particular location, you're assigned one of the repeaters, Waltham's repeater, Boston's repeater. They're almost every single repeater uh, west to east from uh, Marlboro and that direction into Boston in one way, shape, or form gets utilized in some aspect. And so when you made the call earlier about the um, need for more operators for the marathon, um, absolutely bring a couple of uh, handhelds with you, find out you'll get some coordination about what repeaters to put in, what their PL tones are, uh, and uh, so forth, so you're able to come in and seamlessly get on whichever you're assigned to. And also have a couple of extra batteries that are charged so that if you need to swap out, uh, you're able to do that uh, quickly and keep on going. So oh, there are a, a number of those protocols. That's a great reminder. So, so put, we're going to put... We're going to put Joe on the spot before we go to break. Uh -oh. <laughs> Joe on the spot. Uh -oh. well, what what, what are the chances of somebody from, I don't know, Eastern Mass coming to help us out with field day? Ah. Hmm. I think there's, there's a good possibility. <laughs> I know you've got somebody from New Hampshire already slated, so if that could be the case. Yeah, uh, Je um, N1PZP said he's going to arrange to, to come down for field day. Very that's, cool. That's what I, I kind of gleaned from what you mentioned earlier, so uh, that's great. Um yeah, maybe uh, maybe something can be worked out. Um, the uh, and uh, we'll come be out in touch. Yeah, well, as a sex as assistant section manager, I was tasked by Ray KB One LRL to get Western Mass back up and running, um, and the only way to do that is presence, 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 presence. So if I have to bring people in from other places to get these things done to get people up and up and you know to speed and and, and hey, excited they're, they're, they, and they, engaged they came from eastern mass and they came from you know right new hampshire and new york to come do this maybe we should jump into the fray and help out right and um <laughs> is that like the um 
the realtors uh, quote there, location, location, location. Location, location, location. <laughs> All right, we, yeah, will, yeah. we will be back with Joe. I hope I got your name right, Weiss. Weiss? It's, it's actually Weiss, but Weiss. no one's, Weiss. Uh, no w- one's counting. Yeah. W1HAI, we'll be back. We'll be talking to him in the Heavy Hitters Traffic Net right after we come back from the break. Awesome. You're listening to Ham on and WTBR. WTBR. Why don't you do the world a favor and pull your lip over your head? You know, I gotta say, um, these guests that you have, they're really, they're really good at talking. Hi. I'm I know it's great. So so it's like there's no I mean there's no hesitation. It's not like pulling teeth. I mean he's great. All right. The program works with all students in Berkshire County who are between 14 and 21 years old and on an IEP or a 504 plan. Students work with a transition counselor to develop goals based on their needs and interests, and then continue working with their counselor once a week. Is it is it cool or? Areas of service <laughs> but are not limited to it's personal a lot, health probably. home management, okay. transportation training, are you into it? What's NCS? Money management, job readiness, and college preparation. For more information, <laughs> okay. please visit our website at www.adlibcenter.com. That's what I'm saying. Or contact me, Megan Cooper, at 413-442-7047, extension 30. WTBR radar weather for the Pittsfield area today, mostly cloudy. A chance of rain or snow showers, mainly this morning. Breezy, cooler with highs in the lower 40s. West wind 15 to 25 miles per hour with gusts up to 40 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation 40%. Tonight, mostly cloudy. Cold with lows in the upper 20s. West wind around 15 miles per hour with gusts up to 30 miles per hour. Thursday, mostly sunny. Highs in the lower 40s. Northwest wind 10 to 15 miles per hour with gusts up to 25 miles per hour. Weather forecasts for WTBRFM are provided by the National Weather Service. In the early hours after the tsunami, it was ham radio that was on the air, saving lives. When Florida was ripped by hurricanes. The hams were there in the critical moments after the attack of 9-11. It was the hams who coordinated emergency messages. When disasters strike, the hams are ready. Ham radio works when other communications don't. To learn how you can become a ham radio operator, call the ARRL, the National Association for Amateur Radio, at 1-800-326-3942. Captain Kirk, there are Klingon soldiers on this station. Yes, there are Klingon soldiers on this station. Welcome back to Ham on <laughs> WTBRFM. We're here with Joe Weiss, W1HAI, and we're talking about the heavy hitters traffic net. I, w- I wanted, to, I wanted to, to, to bring something up because I remember, was it over the summer? You, uh, Eastern Mass had a couple of tornadoes. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, did, did the MNRA and, and your, your guys there, the Heavy Hairs Traffic Net, help out with uh, any of that going on? And is there an emergency protocol put in place? Because with the events of Nashville, um, do you have an emergency protocol put in place for your repeaters and, and the network if, for, if, God forbid, something like that were to happen on the eastern half of the Commonwealth? Uh, there are a number of uh, repeaters and sources that are involved in uh, various aspects. Absolutely, uh, MMRA with so many repeaters being one of them, and again, the ability to 
uh, bring them down, uh, emergency backup power in some locations, um, other aspects to be able to make sure that things are up and running. Um, the other thing is I wanted to mention uh, you had a great plug for a training for Skywarn coming up uh, at the end of April, and um, highly recommend that. It's been a pleasure to be involved in Skywarn here and uh, actually utilize the MMRA system, Waltham repeater and Boston repeater, to secure um, observations from folks uh, during storms and so forth, and then send them back to Rob Macedo at National Weather. I have a funny story. Um, oh, yeah, wait a minute. Story. Wait, before Go you ahead. do the story, I forgot. Right. You're number four, because Rob was here. Ah. Uh, <laughs> so we moved you to my, four. I, my, forgot, I forgot Rob was here to, four, to tell us about Skywarn. My stock is uh, dropping by the minute here. Four, um, four is still top ten, so. Well, uh, yeah. yeah, right, right. I know, it's like election day yesterday. Right, right. Um, oh, wow. anyway, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> we won't go there. No. Um, but what, what um, the, the Skywarn, um, <clears throat> a, a ham radio friend of mine in, in Westboro um, gave me a report uh, for a snow depth uh, on one storm a couple of years ago. And I reported that international weather, and his son, who was, I think, uh, 13 at the time, was watching uh, the local newscast, and the weather came up. And what came across on the bottom of the screen but the Westboro, Peter, uh, his, uh, his, his uh, observations. So it shows <laughs> that uh, it's very quickly utilized in various places, and it's a great way of, again, providing information to a federal agency um, that uh, NOAA, that is, in this case, that can have that information uh, from people on the ground who are actually in the middle of something. And radar and all these other great technologies are helpful, but there's no substitute for being right there. And that's what Skywarn, whether you're a ham or not, uh, can provide and be a great contributor. Now, we, we get a lot of, of flack because... You know, if the grid goes down, the repeaters go down. But when 9/11 happened, um, a couple of our a couple of our hams up in uh, eastern New York actually rolled a portable repeater up to Ground Zero and was able to get um, us back on the air to help with the uh, the efforts for the the tragedy in 9/11. Um, right. Do you guys have like portable repeaters? Like, say, you know, the grid goes down and, and the whole system goes down because this is kind of what people are worrying about. Well, we talk about the cell towers and we talk about the grid going down, but you, you guys' repeaters will go down too. Do mm. we have a backup plan in case the repeaters go down? That's a great question, and thank you for asking that, Peter. Right. Thank you, Peter. Um, the answer is a combination of a couple of things. One, yes, there are some uh, mobile repeater-type operations that can be utilized. And, of course, the state having uh, trailers uh, through MEMA, Mass Emergency Management Agency. And also the other thing is the importance to have direct uh, communication between one station and the other. Sometimes the range may not be as far, or sometimes you have to do use different frequencies in order to accomplish that. Um, so uh, you have to have all of these redundancies potentially in place. By the way, you know, most people have radio in their pocket these days and they don't even know it, and that is the iPhone. Because, I mean, really, when you think about what an iPhone does, it's sending a signal from the phone back to a tower, like a repeater for ham radio, 
and it's then being distributed into a network of uh, whatever the provider is uh, that you have. So radio deserves more credit than it gets by the fact that all of these technologies are built on radio waves and radio. If it weren't invented to the extent that it is, you wouldn't be doing the things you're doing. And, and in the worst case scenarios, um, when the cell towers do go down, like like uh, in Puerto Rico, yeah. nothing was going out. Yeah. So I- imagine, if you will, for for the people listening, going, okay, what's all this big stuff about ham radio? Imagine, if you will, that this rated all the radio stations, including TBR, goes off the air. Television goes off the air. Everything is gone. How are you going to get a message to your loved ones if you don't live here? Exactly. You're not. No. Puerto Rico learned that real quick when everything went down there after Hurricane Maria, and they had to send a force of 50 ARRL members down to the island down there to get messages, health and welfare messages, out of Puerto Rico to the mainland. This can happen anytime, anywhere. You can be walking down the street, and your, your cell phone's done. You know, Go to a Walmart, go to a Home Depot, see how much signal you're getting out. Yeah, you're not right. Exactly, and um, you're right, Peter. And also, when when these things happen, uh, there's a protocol, and the protocol is getting messages out of the area of impact, not, uh, but but not to be able to send messages in. Uh, and I know that's difficult when people want to know about their relatives and and welfare and life and all of that kind of thing, but. The concentration has to work in the way of getting information out of the affected area first, and then once you get to a point later on and things are somewhat stabilized, then it's possible at that point, depending on the situation, to be able to get uh, information back in to, uh, and, and try to find people and get information back out to you know, the mainland, for example, in this case. Or you know, even the other day with um, uh, Tennessee and the, the terrible tornadoes, uh, there's Granted, it's, it's not a full state or, or whatever, but there's an area that's impacted that took down all kinds of infrastructure. And so to be able to build that back up, to be able to communicate through it and around it and so forth, uh, takes time, takes uh, ingenuity, and it takes radio. Yes. Right, and, 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 and with Aries exactly. aside, my, my whole thing here back in Western Mass, because no matter what, what job you do as NCF, be it heavy hitters traffic net, be it Western Mass traffic net, be it first region net, if the repeaters go down, K1FFK goes down, MMRA goes down, whatever, we still have HF. We can still mm-hmm. get messages out. But in order to do that, we need trained net control stations that can pop on in a moment's notice. And get messages out. And that's what the MMRA and the heavy hitters traffic net's all about. That's what the Western Mass traffic net is all about. And, and, and to get people involved that can, you know, hey, email somebody, say, can you jump on it? Can you start a net? We have a problem that can in there and, and start net control. It's, it, and it's not even a, a, a thing about Aries or a thing about races. It's just to be able in case. Because you never know. We're way too dependent on the Internet. Mm-hmm. We're way too dependent on our cell phones. Mm-hmm. We're way too dependent on all this other stuff. And as we learned in Puerto Rico, as we learned in the events of 911, as we learn, as they're learning in Nashville, that can all go away in a split mm-hmm. second. 
and all that is left are our ham radio operators that can run on solar power. We can run on batteries. We can run on gerbil power. Yeah. We can run yeah. on whatever we need to right. run on to right. get messages wow. out. Amazing. Yep. Um, this hobby is is a hundred years old. I know you know we don't teach it in school anymore because this radio station used to be at Taconic High School. Now it's oh, yeah, yeah. here at the PCTV studios in, in Pittsfield. Um, five minutes left. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to ramble. So, uh, <laughs> Ooh, trivia question. Trivia question. Oh yeah, we, we got Joe. We'll do a trivia question. We'll get our last thing. Yeah, we'll Joe. Our... Maybe maybe you know the answer to this one. All right. So our trivia question is: He was an actor, writer, and producer. One of his best-known works were the Larry Sanders Show. In 2016, he became a silent key. Who was he? Hmm. I know this is. I know this is the wrong answer, uh, but the only person I can come up with is uh, Gene Shepard. No. He was KD6OY, none other than Gary Shandling. Gary oh, Shandling. right. right. The Gary Shandling. See, see I, knew, I knew it was him, but I, I, I mean, I saw his face in my mind, but I couldn't, I didn't remember his name. All right, so we've got about three minutes. Gary Shandling was a, was a uh, um, comedian. Yeah. Gary Shandling show. Then he did the Larry Sanders show. Right. He's also a licensed ham operator. Right. Along there with mm -hmm. Joe Walsh and Priscilla Presley and everybody else. Right. Amazing. Mm -hmm. So we've had some very famous ham radio operators who have been in uh, various careers and kings and uh, politicians and all kinds of uh, people that uh, Brando ham radio was, was a part of their life. And, and, and Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. Tim Allen. Oh, yeah. Yep. Tim Allen. Arthur, Arthur Godfrey. Um, you know, King Hussein and uh, Barry Goldwater. Senator Art Bell. Bell. As you can tell, I follow Barry Goldwater. I, as you can tell, I follow Art Bell because he's an amateur radio operator and he had a radio. He had a radio show too. Uh, I used to, I used Joe to listen. To, from the I Eagles. used to listen to Coast to right, Coast. So, yeah, well, yeah. then you should have recognized the tune when we first started this. I know, five right? months ago. Yeah, well, so, Joe, uh, I'm a little, two minutes I'm a left. Spotty in, two minutes left in the show. Anything you want to plug? Anything you want to put out? Well, it's um, ham radio in general is uh, certainly a great hobby, as I mentioned earlier. And um, I've just met so many great uh, people, uh, both locally and otherwise. Um, you know, we all have uh, the various aspects. And there's so many choices of things that amateur radio operators can do, from digital, uh, now with computers, to the Internet, to uh, talking locally, to being on nets that are more of a social concept to the uh, traffic nets where we handle messages that go from one place to another, which, as Peter mentioned, is a great way to have um, you stay in your skills for emergency operations where you have to be quick, you have to be precise, you have to be accurate. And by doing this every night or every other night or whatever the case happens to be, you have that opportunity to keep those skills very sharp. So there's Plenty for everybody, and uh, ham radio is a great way to to be able to to go forward as a hobby and as a public service. Right, Joe, thanks Correct. for being really on the like show. The both you aspects. Were, you were you were a great thanks. guest. Thanks for being on the yeah, show. Yeah, thank you so much, thank Joe. You You're much. great. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very Jeff much, again, Peter and Susie. Yay! All right, you too, man. Hey, right, Joe, W1 HAI from uh, the Heavy Hairs Traffic Net. Uh, we are out of here. We will see you next week with Steve Caparizzo will be calling Whoa. us. We big, 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 
big names, big, 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 big boys names. coming in. We on got the heavy, of, uh, heavy hitters. On behalf of Peter. And on behalf of Jessica. And behalf of uh, Susie. This is Ben Hamon on WTBR-FM. <laughs> we will see you next week. We totally will. Bye, everybody. Bye.